AFIO Now is presented by Northwest Financial Advisors, where our world revolves around you. Hello, everyone. This is Jim Hughes with AFIO Now. We are a program of recorded interviews with former senior intelligence officers and those who write about them. Today, I have a very special uh, guest. His name is David Bickford. He is a former Undersecretary of State and a former legal director for both the British MI6, Secret Intelligence Service, and British MI5, the Security Service. He has a brand new book out. It's called Katya, What Would You Risk for Half a Billion Dollars? Our chairman, Stuart Baker, a former general counsel for NSA, has reviewed the book, and the review will be appearing in AFIO's scholarly journal in its uh, fall edition, The Intelligencer. David, welcome to AFIO Now. Thank you very much, Jim. It's very good to see you, and thank you for inviting me. David, who is Katya, and why did you choose her as your heroine? Yeah, Katya's a Russian. And she was a Moscow street kid. And she's headstrong, determined, and also, of course, courageous. You had to be pretty courageous to live on the streets in Moscow at the time when communism changed to capitalism. And uh, the inspiration for Katya actually came not, not from Russia, funnily enough, but from my granddaughter, Amelia. She came to me one day and said that she'd just done James Bond in class. Would I go down and talk to her year about what spies really are? Well, she was 13 years old, so I thought, well, this could be good fun, went down. And as I was talking to to them uh, and telling them, of course, what, what incredible people actually intelligence officers are. I was their lawyer, so I I was of them, but not with them. And I could look down or look across to them and see just how amazing people they were. So I was talking to her about this. And uh, it suddenly occurred to me that 50% of the uh, officers in the UK are women. And what a wonderful world Catcher would actually make in a series of books. So that's how Catcher came about. And the first one is this one, Katya. David, you chose the failed state of Libya as a venue for part of uh, the book. Why was that? Yeah, well, I've always loved the desert. I've been out there quite a number of times. And it's got that mystery. There's the heat, the dust. And also there's a sort of lurking danger there when one's out in it. And I thought this is ideal for Katya. It's just the sort of place she would wind up in. And she's chasing half a billion dollars that was stolen by Gaddafi's money launderer. And when Gaddafi was killed, he took that money and he's been, he's disappeared ever since. Her job is to find it and try and return it to the new Libyan government. Well, she moves from the desert to the Caribbean, lush, green, blue seas. But it's in the Caribbean, actually, that she meets her terrifying nemesis. David, Katya works for an organization called G8, an international intelligence organization. Do you think that's the future of intelligence? Yes, I do. I think particularly for organized crime. Obviously, terrorism and and, uh, other matters are different. But organized crime... It is to a certain extent not under our control. And 
states try and deal with it individually. Of course, there's cooperation. But the organized criminals get between the gaps, the gaps in law, the gaps in legal procedures, the gaps in the administration and bureaucracy between states. And until we actually get together, I think, and create, for instance, a G7 international agency dealing with organized crime, I don't think we're going to get to proper grips with it. It may very well be, of course, that that would mean if you've got a single agency, you're still dealing with the problems of different laws, different procedures, and one may have to start thinking about a sort of international criminal court to deal with organized crime, rather the same as the International Criminal Court deals with major incidents by and, and violence by um, the rogue states and people who run them. David, how did your many years of intelligence service for the UK enter into some of the ideas for the book? Yeah, sure. Of course, all the characters on the plot are, are totally imaginary. Uh, certainly, as far as characters are concerned, I couldn't actually think of a particular person and write about that person. I'd feel too confined. The, the way I write, the characters develop. And uh, if you've got one particular person in mind, of course, you get constricted. One must allow one's characters to develop and then develop the plot more with them in that plot and how they react to it, particularly with Katya, who does have some pretty hard times. She's very astute. She can deal with them. But uh, Cartwright's a very, very difficult man, and he tries to lure her to come onto his side. So you have a very, very interesting combat between her and him. And that's the sort of uh, background that one relies on. I mean, for instance, what would an intelligence agent actually do if they were chasing half a billion dollars and for some part of it, they were on their own? So the background of my career informs me, but the plot is entirely imaginary. David, are there more books to come? Yeah, sure. We are publishing Catcher the Informer in, in December. And in this book, she is actually taking on her very first operation. It's a prequel to this book. And her job is to infiltrate a Russian mafia on the Black Sea that's trafficking girls from Macau in return for laundering their casino profits. And she gets into a whole load of mischief, of course, it being her first operation and exploring the mistakes that people can make on their first operation and how they try and scramble out of them and what help they might get. Then after that, we have scheduled for uh, the spring uh, another book which is set in Berlin during the Russian or just pre prior to the Russian invasion of Afghanistan. And we pick a particular character, Lev, um, out of Katya's life to be the protagonist in that. So there are a series of books about Katya's world. Sounds like a lot more to come. Yeah, absolutely. And it's, uh, it's huge fun writing them. And uh, I do hope that all, all your members 
uh, might find some fun reading Katya. They'll recognize a lot of what goes on, of course, and they'll have a quiet chuckle to themselves uh, as to how she gets into trouble and how she gets out of it and how being alone can not always be the nicest thing. Yeah, I'm sure they will. David, I was interested by your comments about going and speaking to your granddaughter's class. Some of our listeners and viewers are of the younger generation. Mm. What advice would you have for someone who's thinking about a career in intelligence in the future? Yeah, I think if you have integrity, which is important in any um, intelligence officer, and determination, which is equally as important, then I'd go for it. Uh, in the UK, for instance, there are websites that you can access, very, very good websites, actually, for both MI6 and MI5. The jobs range, obviously, from cyber to surveillance to running agents to analysis. And all those jobs can be done either with a degree or not. Uh, in the UK, you can actually apply to the agencies age 17, and you can be hired by them aged 18 if you've got the qualifications they want. And those don't necessarily need to be uh, university qualifications. They're very, very important. And also, the members, of course, are right the way across the spectrum. And it's, it's a frustrating life. It can sometimes be difficult, but it can also be exciting. And frankly, I had a wonderful time with the agencies, and I wouldn't have changed a moment of it. So good luck to anyone out there who wants to join. Go ahead and have a go. We'd welcome you. Well said. Well, it sounds like there's a lot of fascinating reading to come. I want to thank David Bickford and Quinky Dark Publishing for bringing this very interesting interview to us today. Thank you very, very much, Jim. It has been a pleasure to meet with you, and I hope we can meet again. And very good luck to all your members. And uh, health and America happens to be our second home, and it's wonderful to be able to talk to you. Thank you very much indeed. AFIO is a small, nonprofit, apolitical, educational organization whose main mission is to help prepare the next generation of intelligence officers to confront the challenges our nation faces in the years ahead. To learn more or support our outreach programs, visit www.afio.com.